What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. EaseWellness.com for the CBD. Ease.com. And as always, the promo code's ham. Yep, guy. And it's it's a hell of a deal. You get $20 off your first purchase. Over $50. Free delivery. Ratchy called it only an ankle injury. And I'm like, only an ankle sprain? Only? That's not only. Well, he jumped the gun. He was wrong. He acted like it was no big deal. Then they came back and said the next day it was much worse than he reported. Like, it's they he lynched yesterday on KNBR. Uh said the the big radio station here in the bay area for those of you that don't know that he has a high ankle sprain use those words the dreaded high ankle sprain not a full high ankle sprain but he's like yeah it's partially a high ankle sprain so when you know, the guy tweeting at us maybe he's a raider fan i i don't know i i, I didn't get think it. i didn't think he was ma- yeah i just thought he was like I, i'm born I'm but he, but here's the problem out. here's the problem he actually got hurt like he's out now like this this is a story the number two overall pick had a major injury, who he has a injury past, and is now out. And they can't even confirm or deny that he will be ready for game one. So, to me, the 49ers this week, Jarek McKinnon is already back to not playing his knee swole up again. He's never going to play for the 49ers. I, 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 yeah, I could take. Uh, obviously, I, I expect, if I see him play a game and like have 20 carries or just 20 touches, I'll be shocked. For sure. Armstead, I think, is banged up, but whatever. That's not. I don't putting that much stock into that. But D. Ford and Bosa right now are out. D. Ford, in a perfect world, Lynch said, will come back in a week or two. Obviously, Bosa is out for the preseason. It can't be disputed that they fired every single human from their training staff to their doctors to their strength staff. It's a major problem, and to be a week in and have two guys. Now, granted, the two guys have shown you. Well, kind of, because I'll say this about D. Ford. Here's what I know about D. Ford. Two of the last three years, he's played 16 games. And talking with Pop out at practice earlier this week, he's like, if you look at D. Ford last year, he never really came off the field. So they they used him a lot. Now, maybe they knew him free agency. Let's just, as Pat Hill once famously yeah. said in, in, a, in a staff meeting about week two, uh, Ryan Matthews is going to leave after this year. 
So let's ride the goddamn horse. You know, that's, and I, so I do understand where Zeke Elliott's coming from because those conversations do take place. Was there a conversation that Andy looked at Bob Sutton and goes, Bob, we're not going to resign this player. So ride him like secretariat. And that they did. Yeah. Well, the Niners then made a move for him. Now, financially, they didn't give up that much, but they did give up a lot in draft equity. A second round pick for them is important in theory. I mean, it's, it's just a valuable pick. And like the, the, I, I don't know any way around it beside this week's a disaster for them. Now, does that impact winning or losing come, I think, September 8th is a game against Tampa? I saw today Vita Vaya. Vita Vea, however Ve- you say his name. Vea, yeah. He, he had an injury. He's out. I but mean, I think they were happy that they thought it might have been worse than it turned out to be. But yeah, wasn't he banged up last year? Yeah, like his he, careers. I, I, yes, it's not going well, right? No. For a guy that was picked twelfth or eleventh, I think it was. 12th. I'm pretty sure. Also, didn't they pass on Derwin James, the local guy, for him? Uh, but I don't know, man. I, I just I, I talk convinced me that it's not a disaster week. No, I can't. It is a disaster week for the 49ers. It's a disaster week. Because what did we say on the last podcast? And I, was, I'm not counting McKinnon. I'm just talking about these two guys. Yeah. Like, we talked about this on the last pod, and it was, you know, an hour or two after the podcast came out, maybe more, Bosa was hurt. Um, and one of the points was, well, the reason you get both, like, the reason you don't let getting one dictate getting the other is because D. Ford gets hurt. That's why D. Ford, you get him, and you do Bosa, you don't say to yourself, well, we're getting Bosa, don't get D, or we're getting D, don't get Bosa. You do them both, because guys get hurt. Well, there goes the safety net. What would have been the argument, let's say Reuben Foster would have still been on the team, and hypothetically had, so this is a hypothetical, he stays on the team, does not blow out his knee in Niners practice, you still probably this offseason still go sign Quan Alexander, right? Right, like, well, the example would be also the conversation we had when he was still on the team, and we were talking about uh, before the 2018 draft, who do you draft? And I think the discussion we agreed was like, if you think Roquan Smith is the best player when you draft, who cares that you have Reuben Foster? You should draft him. Did you see the highlight of his sack last night? It was pretty sweet. Roquan? <laughs> he, like, shot through the offensive line and just no. destroyed a quarterback. Uh, I did see Gardner Minshew get up just... Uh, he, is up he alive today? <laughs> he got... The Jags, you never know what to put into preseason games, but I just look at their box score. I think they lost like 29 to nothing. Really? Like a, but again, preseason game. It's just, I, the guy, they fired every single person, yeah. and now they're having the same issues again. But you could argue these two guys, is it the same issues, or are these humans just having the same issues they've always had? Well, how did you can convince did you, how me? Did Bosa, like you can say did, all you want. How did he do it, Bosa? Someone fell on him. Freak deal. And I always, and that's what they keep hammering home: freak deal, freak deal. And you can say freak deal all you want, but why does Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald or DeForest Buckner never have freak deals? Why, why does this guy first practice for the 49ers pull his hamstring? Last year, Tara's growing as a as Fast a high school kid. As a high school kid, Tara's ACL. Like, yeah, to me, it's a freak deal if someone falls on if if tomorrow at Bears practice, someone falls on Khalil Mack. And he breaks a toe, and he's out till week one. And they're like, yeah, it was a freak deal. Oh, you know what I'd you, say? Look at you. You couldn't even fake put him out for six weeks into <laughs> yeah. the season. I'd say, I'd say, freak what, deal. What a Bears homer. <laughs> broke his toe. You know, broke his toe. And uh, which, yeah, which toe, John? I'm going to go like pinky toe. <laughs> but it's just, I, I, I'm sorry, guys. Not, uh, 
this is what you get with this guy. And they, so, can, they can talk about it all they want, and I understand he's been good, and I've been singing his praises, but Jesus Christ, he's always hurt. He's always hurt. You know, you could make a case that the Niners training staff issue is is the uh, is the egg, not the chicken. That the chicken, the thing that comes first is all the players with injury histories that they then, that they put the training staff in charge of. Yeah. Now, we we're just around this team all the time. Does every other team like I can you just hit up like Jordan Renan and ask him if for the last 7 years every year they're talking about players coming in who have injury histories like the Niners have brought in? the injury histories they've drafted and signed? I, I think every team in an offseason will take a flyer, right? Oh, did I say – it was right, Renan's Giants, not even. Yeah, no, he's, he's the Giants. Yeah. But, like, they're an example of – Sorry, Jordan Renan. Well, think about big this. Fan. Their two draft picks this year, Daniel Jones and the big guy from Clemson. What was his name? Uh, Lawrence, I think. Dexter Lawrence. Like, those guys just play. They're healthy. And you know what they did in, in college? Daniel Jones, like a three-year starter at Duke. Lawrence, he played at Clemson for two straight years, never missed a snap until he got nailed for taking something that we never really got explained to us. But, like, they just don't get hurt. They just play. The Niners, the last several years, Reuben Foster. Well, what was the red flag on Reuben? At the end of the day, no one really cares that much about you screaming at a doctor or the combine if you're good. It was they thought his shoulder was fucked up. So what happens when he gets here? Well, he couldn't practice. Why? Because he had a bad shoulder. And one of the knocks was, well, his playing style, I don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy. That came to fruition fast, right? He didn't make it through a half of the first game. What was the number one red flag when they acquired D Ford? It's like, well, he's had soft tissue injuries, had back injuries, boom, already tendonized. Bosa, God, he's been injured. He's been injured twice. This was before the two Niner injuries. It was like, well, he's had two major injuries. Were they kind of freaky? Well, one was in high school, and then the other one ended his college career. You go, well, it's pretty risky. And then boom, boom, back to back. Like, it is... They cannot, with a straight face, say this guy is not an injury-prone player, right? Not at this point. He can shake it maybe if he goes six or seven years of being healthy, but it's going to take several years to shake that. Well, that, that that to me defines his career right now. Well, you know what I'm starting to wonder, John is how when is it Quan Alexander? Well, see, to me, I'd have to go back and text someone in the league. Was Quan a one-off? Like he tore his ACL and he's been healthy the majority I of his career. I think he had. I thought he had a high school ACL too. Let me see. See, to me, it's based on. I'll look at. I thought your, he's. I think he's had two knee injuries. I don't even. Where did Quan go to college? LSU. Goddamn. So I look at Quan's NFL.com page. This is going to be his fifth year in the league. He's been a full-time starter since the moment he got drafted. 12-12 year one, so he missed four games. Next year, 16 of 16. 2017, 12-12, so he's missed four games. So unless one of those years he got popped for PEDs or something, which I don't think he did, he's getting injuries. And last year, 6 of 6. So every game Quan has played in the NFL, guy, every single game, he's a starter. Like, he's that caliber of player. But he's missed eight. So in four years, he's missed eight. And then last year, he missed ten. He's missed 18 games in four years. So when at, he averages per year of like 4.2 games a year. Think about that. So it's, it's happening. Like this is who they're acquiring. Now you could argue, well, 
Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner ain't hitting free agency. So what are you going to do? Like, there's a reason Quan hit free agency. If he had been healthy, the the Tampa Bay would have extended him probably a year ago, right? I, they are they play with fire and they keep getting burned. That's the way I'd put it. And some teams just avoid playing with fire. Or avoid it less. Like the Niners are depending on it. That's, well, that's the that, pro- that's, like that, that's where they're we've talked about their depth a lot over the last twenty four months, right? And it still lacks. And but it's you, really gonna la- like when you when you start losing guys like this, when you start when you lose both your defensive ends, like that's I mean your two biggest off season acquisitions. Again, just total disaster. If I told my, you My question I, is if they have another disastrous season, like they go six and ten. They're missing guys on and off all season. Who gets blamed? Like, well, I think John, John, and Kyle for acquiring. Per, if 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 the guys that have injury history don't play, then I think they get blamed. Well, the, the, this is why, and it's even cemented more over the last couple of days. That I, I have no excuse. Like, there, you don't get to do injuries anymore. Like, you've got to do that the first two years. To me, it's it's now or never. Like I I, I, I I am more confident now that it's playoffs or bust for me in terms of the way I view Kyle. Like if, if he's not able to win nine, ten games and make a wild card game, I, I can't keep talking about him and holding him in the reverence of being one of these top he he no longer he just you know what he is? He's a highly thought of play caller who's not a good head who's not a great head coach, clearly, and cl- an awful evaluator. Yeah, to me, I don't know if the scenario you just laid out automatically means he's a bad head coach, but it definitely would mean if all those guys are hurt, he's bad at personnel, or should, or at least he shouldn't be in charge of the personnel. Any, any, and he might not be as good of a head. Like he clearly might not McVay be. Yeah, makes a playoff. It's open. like we start do adding it up. Like McVay, those guys are getting it done. Well, it's like how's his defense? How's the defensive coordinator he chose? Right. Yeah. Like again, if if McVay playoffs again and Kyle has a disaster season where guys are in and out. Especially right if Todd Gurley is in and out and they like, don't skip a beat, it's right. like they're running they're running circles around you guys, and this should this is not going to be tolerated. Except around it will these be, parts, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, a tolerated from the fact of you're gonna no more, no more just positive talk like about like what it could like. No, we, we have evidence now, and it's a disaster. Like you are, you're gonna get talked about like the Pat Shermers and all these other coaches that are not doing a good job. Like that's what you are. You're no longer this shooting star anymore you are we have evidence of you just doing a shitty job like you just lose that's why i think it's so important they're not going to get fired well this is where i think i would disagree on the pat Shermer thing because i think again so much of this depends on how it looks like if offensively they look really good but their their injury their defense is just too injury riddled to compete a lot of what you said is fair but i i don't think he'd be in the pat Shermer category i don't think he'd get put there at least yeah, how things know. my point is just how things look matter right and that's, and, and that's where I'm trying to get away from like I, I'm done with the how things look kind of because but how things just, look are is real but you just look at the history of the league like in this sport like in the NBA it's really hard to have a good team right if you don't have star players we all understand that like no one no one expects a team with no good players to be good that's just it's just not even fair but in the NFL consistently shows good head coaches, even with weird personnel situations, as long as they have somewhat of a competent quarterback, and now the Niners do, in their first couple years, they find a way to get it done. 
And I, I think we'd have like it doesn't work this way if he has another super shitty season and they're drafting the top five again. Yeah, like okay. it's just yeah, super super shitty. I agree. And to me, like six and ten would be super shitty. Six and ten would be a disaster. I think six and ten would be bad. Yeah, I, I think seven and nine would probably be pretty bad too. Eight and eight would be that classic place where you're like, I, I, I'm t- I'm just tired of talking about next year. Like th- those those conversations just have to stop, or else you're just a you're just kind of like an average franchise, and that's probably what they are right now. But they get talked about in the last couple of years at a much higher level because clearly everyone loves John, and you meet John, how could you not? Like he's a super high level guy, but his job is to put together a football team, and as of right now, it's very questionable. And Kyle is thought of. And we do this, and a lot of people do this around the NFL, and you text with GMs or whatever, they, they think highly of them. But, like, high-level coaches, like, Doug Peterson just wins. Like, Doug Peterson's, his worst year was 7-9 and nine with a rookie Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, to me, the word's relevant. Like, at 8-8, eight and eight, they're not relevant. They're not relevant to the playoff race. They're not relevant to TV ratings. They're not relevant... Like locally, it's just people aren't fired up. It's just eight and eight. They, they, people, oh, I'll check them out. But that's not rel- That's not really relevant. Yeah. Are you winning games? Like, do I go? This is a playoff team. Or like, we we got a legit shot to make the playoffs. Yeah. And that conversation for me, like the the Niners this year need to be having that conversation in November and early December. We got problems. I don't feel great about it right now. I don't either. But I'm also not like as long. I don't feel great about it just because I don't trust. Like, I, I don't make that big of a deal. Like, yesterday, Gabe Jackson gets carted off practice. The first thing I think, like, he just blew out his knee. Like, I, that's a big deal because that guy's just gone. But when a guy's injured and then he found out, well, he's not. Six he didn't weeks. blow out his knee, but, it, you know, he's going to miss some games. You're like, well, it could have been worse. Luckily, it's early August. So also, I, I know. But also, you know what? Like, I know what Gabe Jackson looks like when he's on the Raiders offensive line. I don't know what D Ford or Nick Bosa look like when they're on the Niners defensive line. Right. Like, I know when they say Gabe Jackson's healthy, enough to come back and play, what that looks like. Well, that's a good point there. And I also know, like, Gabe Jackson's just tough. Like, he can play through injuries. Like, can these guys can, – can Bosa – D's proven. Like, to me, D's a proven entity in the league. Like, if you get him to Sundays, he can function. Like, we'll see. Can Bosa play 10 snaps without going down and being carted off? That's what I don't know. And, like, Jimmy for 16 games, what the fuck does that look like? So I, I'm starting to like kind of question. I don't know, and that's where to me, good head coaches they 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 find a way. They're like the seals, adapt and overcome because they do. Parcells did it, Belichick did it, Andy did it, Pete Carroll did. Like good coaches just find a way to win after a couple years because they've been in control. And, I, and I'm sorry, being having a feeling for evaluating does matter as a coach. I'd say yeah, because at the end of the day. Even if you're not like have the final say, you are influencing the GM because the GM's not gonna want to give you guys you hate, right? So there is an element. If this guy just cannot understand players, that's that's a major red flag, guy. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.